Well, hello, uh, it's me, Drew Haskins. You are listening to Crisis Twink, a podcast where we discuss cultural emergencies. I am guestless this week because I had not one, but two scheduling mishaps. And that sometimes happens. I mean, podcasting is a difficult game. Just kidding, it's not. It really is not. But the one thing that can make it difficult is other people's schedules. And that's what happened this week. So I am going to do a little solo episode. But for once in my godforsaken life, I do have something to talk about. And that is last night, I went to the Chromatica Ball. So if you're not familiar with the Chromatica Ball, which I don't know how you've gotten through 76 episodes of this podcast not knowing that. Um, it is Lady Gaga's most recent tour for her 2020 album, Chromatica, which has been discussed at length on the podcast as a paint-by-numbers, slightly return-to-form dance pop record that is very fun, nothing super innovative, um, but I do think that Gaga is not going to be touring for a long time. I cannot speak to the Enigma residency in Vegas because I don't really know the particulars of scheduling or anything with that. But for actual stadium tours going to other cities and countries that are not Las Vegas, Nevada, USA, this is probably the last one for like, I don't know, four years, if not longer. I mean, she's she she's doing the Joker movie that's been officially announced. She is allegedly playing Dr. Harleen Quinzel, the psychotherapist who would be known as Harley Quinn. And of course, Harley Quinn is the girlfriend of the clown prince of crime himself, the Joker, played by Joaquin Phoenix, one of America's most uh, loud actors. I think this is a perfect role for Gaga. Apparently the movie is going to be a musical, which I will watch. I will go to theaters to watch it. It's also supposed to be allegedly insanely violent, which I'm a little less enthused about, Um, but it could be good. I didn't like the first Joker movie. I thought it had nothing to say and was sort of like a critique. Critique's a strong word. It was like a depiction of incel culture with nothing really new to shade in like the psychology or like just like the behavioral element of like the incel culture but also like it didn't really have any like condemnation for the behavior either because like at the end of the day the joker is like such a fascinating character that like i feel like people are too scared to really go full condemnation with it and for that I blame Christopher Nolan I blame Christopher Nolan for a lot of things um even though I do mostly like his work but like the incessant the incessant moodiness of our blockbuster culture right now is 100% his fault um and I do think Keith Ledger's Joker while a very good performance obviously like kind of ruined being a villain for everyone else because now everyone's trying to do like their like smacky lip smackers dr pepper kind of thing and it is so irritating 
Uh, anyway, so Gaga. Lady Gaga is a musical artist from New York City, and she told you that last night. Um, she played the hits, which is not a bad thing, considering her hits are so good. She has such a deep roster. Like, she opened the show with the trifecta of Bad Romance, Just Dance, and Poker Face from her first two bodies of work. The Fame and the Fame Monster, obviously. And those three songs alone, like, I know Just Dance is kind of basic compared to, like, some of the other stuff that she's done in the years since. But that song hits tremendously. And I like that she did the Red One ad lib. That was very nice. A callback to something very iconic. If she had brought back Colby O'Donis, remember him, to do the verse on it I think I would have like airheads balloon rocketed into the mezzanine then so the the structure of the show is broken up into five acts technically four acts and a finale the first act was this kind of intro stage where she was doing like the hits of yesteryear and then act two starts with some chromatica tracks, Alice and I believe a replay. I don't have the set list in front of me, so like don't get mad at me for like not being able to biographically parrot everything that's happening. Like this isn't that kind of show and you should know that at this point. The she also did Love Game, which is a hit. It's like one of her big hits, but not one I was necessarily expecting. It was great. Um then act three, she did Babylon. A piano rendition of Born This Way, that was the, that's when I cried. So I did cry at the song Born This Way, which is like a cheesy pay-in to the LGBTQ plus community that like does sound exactly like the song Express Yourself by Madonna, Happy Birthday Madonna. Um, And, you know, not one of her like best songs, but a classic nonetheless, just because like it is, I mean, it's just like, it is the pride song. Like, I don't want to give her that. Like we did talk about this on um, the top 10 gay songs list with Bobby Highland a few months ago, but like born this way is like, uh, it just, it is, it is, it is born this way. And when she told us that we were all born this way, I, that's, <laughs> That's when I cry. I'm sorry. I did. Like, I have been a day one little monster since 2008. And I'd never seen her live before this. And it just really felt like the culmination of something so, like, a, both like a lifetime investment, but also like a shepherding, if that makes sense. Like, this woman, for all of her deeply annoying characteristics, really changed my life and opened like my brain to like a a new kind of like queer centric artistry that like I know it's basic to say now with like the benefit of hindsight and the benefit of like education over the past 15 years but like when I was like 12 it was it was just it was like my world broke open and to like see her do all this live and here born this way like now that I've just like started to get sappy like I feel very like proud of who I am and like very deep in my own skin right now like it was very 
overwhelming. It was. Um, so then I cried. And then she was at the piano for this and her piano looked like a big thicket of thorns. Like it was very Maleficent and is the one piece of the stage design that I was not like super thrilled about. Um, and then act four was all piano. So she did like shallow in a big cockroach Mugler mask, which was funny. Um, she did a thousand doves, which is a song I do not know the lyrics to remember us this way which is also a song i do not know the lyrics to and oh and edge of glory which was like so good at a piano and like her obviously her vocals the whole time perfection like she is a performer she was hitting eight counts in lockstep and singing through it all like truly insane insane like i've never it was the long and short of this is, and I'm sorry to jump the gun here, this was the best show I've ever been to. And the only thing that would have come close, just in terms of sheer spectacle and performance quality, was Blackpink at Coachella in 2019. But this was like, I don't know. There was just something about her. Like, she just has the charisma to, like, banter and do all this, too. Like, she is a seasoned performer. And not many people can say that. I can't. Look at me. I mean, don't look at me, but, like, look at me. So then it was time for the finale in which she did Stupid Love and Rain On Me. And they were good. The two hits from, the two big, 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 big hits from Chromatica. She did it. Very good. Um, And then... She did an encore pretty soon afterwards of Hold My Hand from the Top Gun movie, which I do not, I have not seen the movie. The song I had not liked before last night, but it finally clicked into place. And she was wearing this big claw hand that looked kind of like um, a xenomorph. And I wanted to hold her hand. I just was like, oh my God. And she jumped through fire and I screamed as it was as if it was Lagaja Estranja doing the death drop. Like it was like a little hop over pyrotechnics, but I was like, ow! Like it was, I, I, I shrieked so much last night. It's a miracle I have my voice today. Um, it was just so perfect in every single way. And... I feel changed. It was like a, a true core memory. Like I was really happy. I went with my friend Yifu Ho who like got the plug on these nice tickets pretty last minute. Forever grateful to him. Forever grateful to Gaga for doing um, like irrevocable damage on me in terms of just being a little monster is like such a struggle but like she has given me a bunch of bricks with which to build myself up and for her to be my first real engagement with like active standum like she really both like changed my musical lexicon but also changed the way that like I really engage with music artists and like the culture of artistry. Like, I don't think I would have a podcast if I didn't like, if I weren't like obsessively on like forums and talking about 
Gaga in school with people. Like she, she was the first person I was so passionate about their work about that I just needed to like talk. And here I am talking. Um, what else is going on? I don't know. That's that's all on Gaga. I like the only two songs she didn't play that I would have liked her to play were Alejandro, which I've said millions of times, but is her best song and her best music video. And the stage, I didn't even talk about the stage. It was this like Jeremy Bentham Panopticon kind of like brutalist set that looked really cool. And it would have been great for the Alejandro video because it kind of looked like the Alejandro video. Um and her, I didn't even mention the costumes. The costumes were great. A lot of them were like Gautier and Mugler inspired and they were awesome. Um, probably actual Gautier and Mugler. I don't know why I said, I don't know why I said inspired. Um, and she also didn't play Paparazzi, which I am a little more, I, I get why she didn't do it just because she has that one insanely iconic performance of her from the VMAs in 2009. So like, I get why she didn't do it but it would have been funny here she also didn't do anything off of art pop and she i would have loved to hear like a b-side from born this way um or just i mean or, oh and she didn't do any joanne either but i wasn't missing joanne as much um even though i like joanne um i've been in a really big kick on the song bad kids from uh born this way right now which like is not one that for whatever reason had ever like super clicked with me before but right now like I don't know why there's something about like the the synths and like just how like cheesetastic I think it it, it, it sounds like kind of like Xanadui in a way and like we talked about Olivia Newton-John last week but like there's just something very like cheesy and fun and blown out about it that I really am responding to right well right now um if she had done something on art pop, it should have been like, well, apl- I mean, obviously applause would have been like the hit, but like, I would have loved to hear her do like Venus or GUI. Like GUI would have been fun. But like, I guess Venus is a different planet than Chromatica. And conceptually, you can't have two planets. Like that's a muddied concept. And she knows better than anyone to keep it simple. Just think about House Labs, supercharged clean artistry. Now, Mama, it doesn't clean uh, simpler or cleaner than that. So, all in all, very fun. Um, okay, now I'm actually pivoting off the topic. What else is going on right now? Ezra Miller has apologized for their recent crime spree. They characterized their crime spree as their past actions, and everyone rightly pointed out that uh, the last thing they did was literally Monday. So, past is is loose term we're working with here i'm glad that they're getting the help they need i know it is because warner discovery is dragging them in the back of the wagon like mrs puff in the straight jacket to the nearest health facility um but i genuinely sincerely hope that that situation is being rectified somehow because it has gotten super dark recently um happy birthday madonna on a lighter note um she's also kind of a a kugululu woman right now but i similarly i like not I, i i discovered gaga before i discovered madonna and like 
a deeper fandom sense i'll be honest but like that's a testament to how good gaga is as a gateway and how like how curious her references make you um the madonna is like obviously one of the greatest living artists like one of the best pop no not even pop one of the best musicians period of all time um i will be streaming her today please let me know in the dms what your favorite madonna songs are i'm trying to add like more of a musical element to this podcast just because my uh corporate overlords at spotify are you know pushing that and pushing me in the right direction on that um so if you have any like madonna songs or just any songs period you'd like me to hear play like in and out of like interstitials or like devote a new segment to like please let me know um what else um i'm not really watching that much tv right now i kind of fell off only murders in the building i think i'm gonna wait for that to like finish its season before i um before i finish like the last half of the episodes that i have um not watching any drag race right now though i may start australia just because race chaser Wellman alaska's podcast is covering it this season and i'm like i really like that podcast but i want to like watch the episodes to actually listen so <sighs> that's annoying um because i heard season one was like such dreck that it just made me not want to do it um I'm trying to think what else that may honestly be it. I mean, the Gaga, the Gaga of it all was so overwhelming that I just couldn't help myself. Um, and thank you for bearing with me. I don't know if there's a lot of value in listening to me talk about a concert that I'm sure a lot of people, well, I'm sure a lot of you have seen it, but I'm sure a lot of you haven't as well. So if you did stick with it to the end, Thank you. And thank you for letting me get sincere for once. I'm sure I was not that funny today, but it's hard to be funny when you're by yourself. My internal monologue, I, you know, I'm not, I'm not Whitney Cummings over here. Like I don't have like a monologue that's just inherently funny. So we can't all win. Um, anyway, you can find me on Instagram at FK Pigs with a Z on Twitter. Oh wait, I'm, no, no, no. I'm sorry. You can find me on Twitter at FK Pigs with a Z on Instagram at Drew Haskins with Z's. Follow Crisis Twink at Crisis Twink Pod on Twitter and Instagram. And consider listener support. Um, in the show notes, if you click the show notes of this episode, there is a link where you can um, choose or not to donate a monthly contribution of your scale and magnitude to help support the operating costs of this podcast. Um, it is very helpful. I am about to be somewhat unemployed again in a few short weeks and anything helps um i really appreciate everyone who has donated so far the i'm working on trying to develop some sort of like paywalled content for y'all um and if people want to i am it or just have more questions but like i am always active in my dms so if you would like to discuss this let me know. Um, and if you don't want to do that, but still want to help in some way, please leave a rating or 
tell your friends. I mean, like it just, it, anything helps. Like I'm really, really happy and eternally grateful for how like fun and built out this podcast has become over the past year and a half. Like it's a nice group of people and I feel very honored and kind of bewildered that uh, so many of y'all like to listen to this, but um, yeah, just leave some ratings. If, if you want to show your appreciation, like I live for your applause. (laughs) Okay. Bye.